Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. And we're recapping Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Welcome back, everybody. We are here for episode three of Clayton's season. After, mercifully, we had a week off for MLK Day. How's it going over there, Christy? Uh, it's going. <laughs> I just think um, this last episode was kind of brutal. Yeah, I, I'm i sure more of this will come up later, but I've just really... I've been struggling a lot lately. And I know I complain constantly on this show and in real life all the time, but normally I am fairly invested and there is a reason why I haven't just refused to do this podcast. Because, as weird as it is, you know, it's drama. Ugh. But this season has not been kind to me. I have not been enjoying myself whatsoever. And I don't know if it's just Clayton's inexperience, if it's the fact that they picked literally the worst people to be on his season... I, I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm having a hard time here. Yeah, this one, this episode was just a little hard to watch and, like, infuriating Ooh. also. Oh, boy. It made Christy angry. It's never <laughs> a good sign. Yeah, I mean, normally I enjoy the villains on this show, but Shanae is just, like, one of the worst people I've ever seen on this show. I like a lot. So it's just, she's very hard to watch. Yes. I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Uh, well, before we get into the slog that is this episode, I hope for everyone's sake, this will be a short one. But uh, what's going on out there? Is there any dirt or fun stuff from Bachelor Nation? Well, Riley and Marissa have officially broken up. What? No! <laughs> yes, that was confirmed. What happened? <laughs> did Did Riley run out of whipped cream? Is that what happened? I, I don't... They haven't said anything. And so we may never know. Wait, so neither of them, neither of them put out a statement? Well, other than the whole, like, we've broken up, we want privacy thing to People Magazine. Oh, but now like, you want privacy. But no actual reason. Huh. Unbelievable. Yeah, and then, this is kind of old news now, but there were, like, some serious allegations against Joe Coleman from Michelle's season that came up. Oh, uh, yeah, Minnesota Joe? Yeah. Not to be confused with Grocery Store Joe or any of the other hundreds of Joes from this show? Yes, Minnesota Joe. Do you tell? What what did he do or was I mean, alleged these were all, do? like, sexual assault type of oh, things no. while he was in college. Oh, no. So, like, yeah, I mean, this was, like, all on Reddit and stuff, but... So beware, everyone. <laughs> yes, all, all of our many listeners who planned on dating Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then unbelievable. One last thing which 
I just found this kind of fascinating because we always talk about like, oh, why do people go on this show and the behavior and all of that. And so Jason Tardick, who is engaged to Caitlin Bristow, he has 877,000 Instagram followers. And he has a podcast where he shares like pretty openly the amount of money he makes from just like all the different stuff he does. And apparently in 2021, he made over $1 million. And that's from like all the ads influencing anything he's posting. And that also includes like $150,000 just from doing his podcast. Wow, I wish we could make 150 grand from this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> like $120,000 from speaking engagement fees. Like this is just like this is real money. And then like his biggest ad deal for a single company in 2021 was $360,000 for the year. Like, that is absolutely wow. insane to me. I Just suddenly regret never ad. posting on social media. <laughs> so, with numbers like that, like, it's very easy to see why people continue to sign up. And even Caitlyn, his fiance, she's got 2 million Instagram followers. So, whatever Jason is making, you can more than double it uh, for what she's bringing in. Isn't it so wonderful that people like that are succeeding? <laughs> I'm sure she's great. It's just, it's just funny to me. Yeah. That's <sighs> it. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. I guess, even though I don't want to, we have to talk about the episode. And, yeah. of course, we have to start with Cassidy's scandal. Yes, this um, was actually over pretty quick. We, we start off with, like, Clayton wondering, can he take the rose back? Right, because if, if people don't remember from, well, two weeks ago now, there were all the rumors. Well, <laughs> I say rumors, but there's the actual footage of her talking about this. Uh, but Cassidy having a friend with benefits. Dun, dun, dun. And so, she wasn't here for the right reasons. Also, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so Clayton eventually grabs Cassidy to get to the bottom of this. And then she, like sort of lies at first <laughs> I, don't know I thought why. that was I thought that was so funny like you we have you on video footage telling was it Sierra about this and then you decide to like change your story right because initially initially I, I I'm not sure if this is verbatim but it, the gist of it was she, she was like I haven't been in a committed relationship since summer of 2019 but like that's not what he was asking <laughs> like you're just skirting around it oh yeah i mean absolutely because she doesn't want to get sent home 
Yeah, she's like, I have a friend that's cool with me going on the show. Yeah, the, okay. the, the, yeah. There's you know, there's a guy. There's a, you know, there's a guy that I've slept with a a few times. Though I, 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 I'm pretty sure initially she was like, oh, it's just a couple times, and then I, I think she made she walked that back even further to like, it was several times, and she like he knew that she was on the show, and and all yes. of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So like. She's like crying after this, and then eventually Clayton chats with her again, and she finally fesses up. It was, yeah, it was just very bizarre. Yeah, I, I also have very limited patience for this sort of like very entitled valley girl type vocal fry. Oh yeah, she Nonsense. was really putting it on. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, she's playing it up for the cameras, uh-huh. unsuccessfully. But which you know, he he sends her home, even though she had a rose. She thought she was all sitting pretty. She thought she was safe. But no. <laughs> It is kind of funny, like, watching her be, like, so, like, cocky about everything, (laughs) only to end up like this. Oh, she was bragging about that for so long. Yeah, like, when she (laughs) walked into the room, she's like, who has the rose? The the other funny thing about that is, so Clayton talks to Jesse right earlier, and is like, "Uh, has anybody ever taken a rose back? When... Like, he didn't even need to do that. He just, like, showed her the door. Yeah, we never actually saw him take the rose out of her hand, which would have been very funny. Well, it would have been it would have been quite funny. I, I just don't think that it... I just don't think it was a necessary question. Like, you're the lead. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can just send anybody home at any time, even if they did have a rose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, yep. though... But- uh, I was also very irritated again by the fact that we got shifted from rose ceremony at the end again. I just oh yes that that does annoy me. It's like just end. It's like everything just feels off when we basically start the episode with the ceremony. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, particularly in a season that's gone the way that this season has I feel like it's doubly frustrating because I'm already sitting there watching being like what like, what is the point of this why, why is this happening and then they're just like oh we just had so much interesting stuff that we just had to have the rose ceremony next episode it just it feels like adding insult to injury because I would have preferred they just cut most of that stuff anyways <laughs> yeah <sighs> three women no I don't know who any of them are still yeah I had to like find their names online NC Tessa and Kate no idea um, nope <laughs> <laughs> well cause I think are are there still 18 I didn't count. It it is still a ton of people left. Yeah, it Again, I 
I hope that things improve from an interest standpoint later in the season. I just, I feel like the decision to play up the Cassidy and Shanae situation so much has really worked against the care factor for the season. Like, I literally, like, who, off the top of your head, who who do you really know anything about besides, so, C- Cassidy, Shanae, Elizabeth, like, Teddy, I guess? Like, anybody else, really, that's like... No, well, the season also did just start, so we've only had... I mean, in the previous episode before this, we only had one one-on-one, so... I know, but we've already... We're, we're already, like, a third of the way through the season, approximately, or a quarter of the way through the season, depending on how many episodes they do. It's just... So it just feels weird to me. Well, the problem is we know more about the villains than people we actually like. I don't know if I like anybody. That's the problem. <laughs> well, you, you haven't even gotten a chance to, like, like that, anyone, that, because we've spent half of this episode on Shanae. <laughs> That's what I'm complaining about. <laughs> yeah, it's not... Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully... Uh. I just... I just don't... And and I don't know anything, obviously. I'm sure the, the execs at ABC and the producers know what they're doing, but in my mind, just trying to have the entire season be like this villain arc is not helpful in my opinion yeah, like hopefully it gets better like you need that in a lighter dose not I think quite the producers yeah not quite so heavy-handed with it i think the producers were salivating with the shanae stuff and they just kind of went overboard yeah, really, really overboard. I mean, even, like, at the end of the rose ceremony, she's, like, monologuing about <laughs> how much she hates the other women while villain music plays in the background behind her. Like, it is very heavy-handed. Yeah, and so, look, I love a villain as much as anybody. You know, obviously, with how the show is set up, there's a certain amount of of value and sort of flavor that a villain adds to just the drama of the show and, and just the viewing experience and all of that. But ultimately, that is not the point. Yeah, hopefully it gets better. Uh, I hope so. Is that... Uh, then we are we're right, we are retreated to the viewer discretion advised. Mm. Yeah, that's usually not a good sign on the show. Because we then see the next group date. The woman walk into a dark room with chairs set up in a circle. Right. With Caitlin in the middle. Yes, yeah, it's, it's time it's time for another Bachelor Nation, you know. Alcoholics Anonymous therapy yeah essentially yeah we saw this on Katie's season I think Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I feel like we've seen it on on a a third season as well 
but I'm I I Perhaps. could be wrong. But Caitlin insists and drills home once again uh, that Clayton is so genuine and uh, sincere. <laughs> It's like the more they say it, the less I believe it. Wow, Christy, but he's so sincere. <laughs> and so apparently it is time to get to know more about each other. And Caitlin will like say a statement. And you're supposed to stand up mm. if the statement resonates with you. And like, we, I feel like we only saw like what that once or something. It kind of just devolves into everybody just talking about things they don't like about each other or well, not about themselves. each other but about themselves yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would have been far more interesting <laughs> uh yeah just uh <laughs> <laughs> just slightly yeah <laughs> I think one of the worst ones was Hunter's story where she talked about this absolutely awful ex of hers who like made her dye her hair and change her eye color and go to the gym just to please him. Just sounds very toxic. Uh, toxic? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, you think she said he ended up cheating on her too? Like, just a terrible guy. I mean, based on the description, yes. Yeah, Serene talked about being bullied for being small, basically all her life. Um, ended up forcing herself to overeat. Just awful people are just the worst sometimes mm-hmm. yeah I <sighs> I just feel like this sort of date is just like come on just t t tell the tell the worst story about yourself you can think of we gotta, we gotta, we gotta justify our trigger warning here. Yeah, this is one of my least favorite bachelor dates. I just don't <laughs> feel it's appropriate to just, I don't know, just something about it feels very weird to me. Just everybody's spilling all these deep, dark secrets. It's because you're a normal person. <sighs> yeah, it's just, it's hard to watch. It almost feels like I shouldn't be watching. It feels too personal. We really shouldn't be watching, Christy. We shouldn't watch this season at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else from the day portion there? Um, not really. Again, it's just like all this. And that's part of why uh, I don't like these sort of therapy dates because I always think that they should be talking about that there. Like, it's just exploitative. Yeah, and then also, like, at the end, they all stand up and hug and laugh, and it's just... Yeah, group hug! Ah! 
Like that was not really we, we the healed. conclusion. We healed want. ourselves, guys. We did it. Yay. Yeah, it's just so strange. I feel good about myself now. <sighs> yeah. Well, at the nighttime portion, Clayton has another fashion win here. Uh-huh. With a, a yeah, he hoodie. loves his he loves his blazers, Christy. Blazers are fine. My issue is the hoodie, which looked like it was made out of a towel that was underneath the blazer. Christy, that is a is super hot right now as a look. Okay, you got to get your hoodie and then you got to put a blazer over it. Okay, <laughs> you obviously don't pay attention to the world of fashion. I don't know about that. <laughs> this is the first I've seen this style before on <laughs> Clayton. Oh, I just think that he's never had a woman in his life. That's fine, though. This show has stylists. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that because it doesn't make any sense how he ends up like this. Uh... Anyway. <laughs> This is Christie's most traumatic moments of the series is seeing <laughs> seeing Clayton's outfits. She cries at least three times an episode right after seeing it. It's very emotional for her. <laughs> so he chats with Serene and they both talk about how their families aren't emotional and so it was nice to have that chat earlier in the day. And then, which is again legs. very mm-hmm. standard stuff. Oh man, yes. my fam, my family just isn't very emotional, and we don't talk about our feelings. I'm so glad that like, oh, we can talk about this, and because like your family doesn't get emotional and doesn't talk about their feelings. <sighs> Immediately make out. Well, yeah. I love how that is like the natural conclusion. Um, I wouldn't say it's the natural conclusion. <laughs> Well, on this show it is, unless they cut out some stuff we didn't see. I mean, I'm sure they did. Wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Yeah. Next is Susie, who had the one-on-one before. They talk about how strong their connection is and how compatible they are. And they make out. What? (laughs) No. I don't believe it. You know, it's pretty bad when, like, as I'm watching these convos, I can tell the the, the, the moment it's going to just... Oh, yeah, of course. Make out. It's so predictable. See, there's just... There's a lot of emotional and sexual tension, okay? I mean, clearly. They even made out against the wall, too. Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> oh. So we learned that the one-on-one date is going to go to Sarah later. And Shanae is annoyed that the other girls are happy for her. <laughs> well, yeah, because clearly she should have gotten that date, Christy. Come on. Everybody knows that. Shanae's the best. Yeah, she is very entitled. Uh-huh. So, like back at the d- group date, um, Eliza, this was odd I thought stands in front of a mirror with him 
and they talk about how good they look. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I missed something there, but somehow this leads to her getting the rose. Well, and making out. Well, yes. <laughs> but still, I mean, he made out with everybody. <laughs> wow, Christy, don't don't try to shame him, okay? He's just expressing his raw sexuality, okay? I'm not shaming him. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk about the one-on-one date. Oh, yeah, this is very cringe. I hate cringe. I, I can tolerate cringe more than you, but even for me, this was like... Uh, uh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Sarah and Clayton meet up with Becca. Um, and she's planned a scavenger hunt, which is code for we have nothing else <laughs> to do. Uh, yeah, which, you know, because it's just it's just how you do scavenger hunts. Uh, why don't you just go run around L.A. in your underwear? Yeah, which, by the way, people pointed this out on the internet. The dress Sarah was wearing doesn't fit with the underwear <laughs> that they were wearing well, running around. Well, look, I don't want to speculate too wildly here but she did make a comment before she magically had that very modest underwear um she said something to the effect of but what if I'm what if we're not wearing underwear yeah that was very clearly like here's some like appropriate underwear <laughs> to run around in uh, thank you for making me even more uncomfortable than I was already. <laughs> I so appreciate it. Yeah, so Clayton is running around in, like, boxer briefs, and she's got, like, I don't know what to even call that, like a workout gear kind of sports bra type thing. And they, like... Just do a bunch of silly stuff, whack some pinatas, answer some questions, and then for some reason, there's like a microphone set up in the middle of LA where they have to like sing their love to each other. I don't like that. Yeah, it was very, very cringe. And then, like, after Clayton sings not very well, um, then, like, he starts rapping. Or, no, lays down a beat so Sarah can rap. Uh, it's a very l- loose definition of rap if that if they're considering that to be rap yeah I mean she was like better than I thought she'd be rapping but I still found it very cringe 
I just... <sighs> Another date I just didn't care about. And also gave me negative feelings. It's like, it's one thing if the dates just don't make me feel anything inside, but it's even worse when they make me feel bad things inside. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this 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 date to me was pretty weak. Uh, just a little bit. But good very, thing they're... Very forgettable. Good thing their connection is so strong. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, Christy. Yeah, the... Christy, he couldn't. He couldn't have done that with anybody else. Just her. <laughs> that's that's a funny statement. Q I make mean... out. Yeah. I also. So, go uh, ahead. Uh, you you may have been going to bring this up, but I just the whole shrimp episode was so yeah. pointless. <laughs> That's part of my problem. Is it like there's just zero point to this? Why? Why do you need to include this in the episode? Nobody cares. No, it was pretty pointless. But like, it's more fuel to the fire for Shanae's villainy. So it's just oh wow, Elizabeth's like oh I I want to make some shrimp for the girls. Like, first of all, <laughs> who the heck is just sitting around and like oh let me just like cook up some shrimp well to be fair they are very bored just sitting there at the house all day i mean i guess but I then mean, her, her making the shrimp isn't the issue though so my Shanae po- is the issue no but what my point is she also like barely made any apparently because how how is uh Shanae going to take basically all of it when she took like 12 which admittedly is a an, ex- an absolutely excessive amount of shrimp <laughs> but still like there there are a bajillion w- women still in the season so what she just expected everybody to like have three quarters of a shrimp i was I, very confused by all of this. i couldn't it was hard to tell how much shrimp she actually made but it seemed like however much Shanae ate annoyed everybody else. Well, yeah, because Shanae took so much shrimp. But then decided to make some more, but then nobody wanted to eat it, which made her very unhappy. I just... It was a stupid little detour. And, like, I probably said this before, but I honestly think this was the dumbest thing I've ever in my life scene on this show. <laughs> so pointless. <laughs> I'm I'm literally I'm 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 over here. I'm just angry thinking about it. That is how dumb I thought it was. Dumber than the kids' birthday party from the last week? I mean, that was pretty dumb as well, but no, this was definitely more dumb. Just the the level of sheer inanity of just how pointless it was. <laughs> it was. But anyways, we should move on before my blood pressure goes too high and, high and I have a heart attack here. Yeah, back to Sarah at the nighttime portion. So they go to a Van Gogh exhibit for dinner. 
Very beautiful. Lots of starry, starry night. And so they make the connection that, like, the activities from earlier in the day tell them a lot about how they'll handle situations in life when they don't know what's coming next. Um, <laughs> a bit of a reach. <laughs> I disagree. Really? I disagree with the fact that that would help them at all. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And so everybody has to share something sad at dinner. So hers is the fact that she was adopted and she's 30% Vietnamese, which means she doesn't look like her white parents. Which I say, no crap. <laughs> And so I guess that was hard for her growing up. Um, but then I didn't have much else from this nighttime portion. No, they just, Chrissy again, do they just have such a strong connection? <laughs> I guess so. He has, he has such a strong connection with everybody. Uh, I know. Isn't that like just such a talent? To I mean, be able to connect with everybody. I mean, look, the way with the season has been going, are you at all surprised that we're going towards a moment where he has had sex with everybody and says he loves all of them? No, not at all. <laughs> this is exactly why he was chosen. Uh, uh, I hate that. This is so evil. <laughs> So I guess back at the house, the group date card comes, and Shanae is griping again. Surprise, surprise. Which I don't understand why. Like, why? She just like, hates she's all the girls. She's, but she's like, she's on the date card. I, I, I don't know. I, there's no, there's no like explaining her attitude <laughs> really. So I guess this is as good a time as any to bring this up. Do you think that she's a plant? No. I don't think there's ever a producer plant on this show. I uh. think they cast people who they know might act a certain way, but as far as like somebody who is working with producers, no. Hmm. Really? Like they don't need to go to that level. These people act like this all on their own. A little bit of prodding and some alcohol and some strained group dynamics. Hmm. It's a bit more charitable than I am in my thinking. I wouldn't put it past those producers. They're evil. They are. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyways, they. Uh, I guess they couldn't find anybody who with a good singing voice, so they just hired a orchestra. Oh, yeah. Sarah gets For the, the makeout rose. time. Yeah. Yeah, just very awkward to just stand in front of a bunch of string instrumentalists and just <laughs> go at it. I mean... Only on The Bachelor. I mean, I guess it's not that much worse maybe i mean depending on how long they have to sit there but like weddings can be a bit awkward for string players yeah 
<sighs> anyway. Will we ever learn more about Sarah? Who knows? No, nope, only... the only thing we learned was she was adopted. <laughs> and they have a really strong connection. Yeah. And p- possibly that she likes going commando. Really not a whole lot of information. No. And nothing helpful. So next is the second group date. And it's a Baywatch themed date. Mm-hmm. Which, which I know nothing about Baywatch. So And again like Baywatch the original Baywatch from like a million years ago. Yeah, I I had no idea who this lady was, Nicole Eggert, that showed up. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But, but they are forced to change into the iconic red swimsuits while Clayton stares them down. Wow, you know you know their iconic red swimsuits and you don't know anything about Baywatch? I feel like I have seen I'm suspicious the red swimsuit thing before but just didn't know well you also you also may have maybe more culturally conscious of it now because they like rebooted Baywatch but they did it like as a movie with I think The Rock and like Zac Efron and stuff I don't think I saw that I didn't either because I don't need those iconic red swimsuits in my life <laughs> It's just like, who needs to watch something about lifeguards? How how interesting can that actually be? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Jeez, are we boring you today, Christy? I don't know. I'm just tired. Uh, story of my life with this season, let me tell you. I understand completely. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I just... You know, again, this date, yeah, bleh, bleh, whatever. You know, it's just like, oh, let's let's be beautiful for Clayton, and we'll just like rub sunscreen all over ourselves and like smack around a a CPR dummy and like jump on Clayton and and make out with him and stuff. And of course, Shanae is the one who like just takes it to another level, making out in front of all the girls just standing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then this yeah. this quote from her after that kiss was so hot, slow, a little bit of tongue. I hope Elizabeth saw. Uh, she really hates Elizabeth. <laughs> like, I just <sighs> it's pretty inexplicable. I mean, even like the whole like ADHD thing as well, like. This whole, like, what is wrong with you? She is just the worst. Like, Gabby wins the extra time with Clayton, I guess, because she, like, did the best. And Shanae is just so mad. <laughs> yeah, Christy, would, you would be so mad if you had gone through all that effort to kiss so hot and slow with tongue and you don't get the extra time. I mean, come on. <laughs> love how you just, you you can't even it doesn't compute behaving no. in that way <laughs> it really doesn't wow hmm 
Well, anything from the nighttime portion that's at all interesting? Um, well, Rachel did this weird thing where she like asks for validation from him and so he's like forced to give it to her. I found I didn't find this natural or organic at all. Christy, this show is not natural or organic, okay? No, but this felt particularly like spoon feeding type of thing. Like, tell me how much you like me. And so he has to tell her. But they make out, so. Whoa! Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Yeah, the whole, like, Gabby situation was pretty uncomfortable. Oh, I actually found this much more fun. She, like, brought aloe vera for his sunburn, which he was pretty sunburned. I don't know if you noticed, but, like, at one point when he had his shirt off, his arms was a completely different color than his chest. I mean, that that happens when you're staring at women in bathing suits all day. Yeah, so she rubbed aloe all over him, all over his back. I bet that felt good for him. Yeah, but also, like, weird for us. A little bit. (laughs) And she, like, took his shirt off and everything. It was, like, rubbing it on his belly. You can't rub that on with the shirt on. It has Uh, to come off. Still, I didn't want to see that. (laughs) Uh, Unbelievable. And so, unfortunately, the rest of this episode is about Shanae. And Elizabeth gets dragged into it again because Shanae has to complain to Clayton like oh I'm feeling bullied Um, I don't know it's just this was a part to me that was really infuriating to watch because like we see this ITM of hers and she's like I have him I was good (laughs) I didn't need to cry but I did he believed me so just (laughs) blatantly Mm. being deceptive and Mm -hmm. she's just the worst I don't like her and then like poor Elizabeth I feel so bad for her like Clayton then has to talk to her tell her what Shanae said and she finally just starts crying because like she keeps getting questioned it's not her fault like she's done nothing wrong I am not a fan of this woman whatsoever. As to, I believe it was here, it was either Shanae or Cassidy. It was either Cassidy at the beginning of this episode or Shanae here. Um, I forget which, but it's like trying to explain what was going on to Clayton and like just switch to this like super nasally voice like it's trying to like totally like changing things up like obviously I'm trying to mani- trying to manipulate the situation just like ah just just I, terrible i want to go now <laughs> and so like back at the like group hangout or i guess the sofa area um, Lindsay comes back from chatting with Clayton and reveals that Shanae has complained about her as well. <laughs> so it's not just Elizabeth. 
she's being a jerk to. Uh, it's terrible. Everybody hates her there. But Gabby gets the rose, which I'm just thankful Sinead didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not every, every day somebody takes your shirt off and rubs aloe all over you. <laughs> you gotta, gotta reward that. Yes, with... that has to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And Sinead's super happy about that. Oh, of course. Super happy. <laughs> and so Clayton then is like, I guess going to postpone like resolving this Elizabeth Shanae thing. I don't know why he's delaying it till the rose ceremony, but that's where we leave off. Oh, thank the Lord. It's over. (laughs) I hope next rose ceremony he sends everybody home and decides to be a hermit in Siberia or something. Well, just save us the time. <laughs> I'm afraid that might not happen. Uh, we gotta deal with Shanae some more, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless there is just like, what if the Earth got hit by a giant asteroid? Wouldn't that be great? Particularly if it happened like before this weekend uh, no there's things I want to happen in my life before <laughs> that happens <laughs> huh. uh, but does it really outweigh my huge amount of desire to not deal with Clayton season anymore uh, no sorry it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> you're right I'm more important here <laughs> no that's not true and sadly, no asteroid will probably come and save us. <sighs> no, only in the movies. Sad. Hmm. Well, do you care at all to talk about the end tag? Oh, I found that pretty funny, actually, them trying to rescue the dummy from the water. I guess it was heavy. Because they were really struggling with it. Well, they're also women, so. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like with two people. Well, it's... they were also, like, on sand and in water and stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, they also probably were playing around to a certain extent. At least that's what it seemed like to me, where they were kind of exaggerating stuff, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> people complain about my professionalism I can't help it Uh, or can you it's hard to stifle a yawn well to all of our listeners I apologize for my co-host's lack of professionalism and decorum (laughs) I hope I'm just as professional as this show is. Um, excuse me. We are we are called to be more professional. Okay. That is <laughs> that is that is what we have to do. So pull yourself together. <laughs> uh, well, do you have any last words about this episode? 
Not really. Alright. Well, we had 13 kisses, which isn't totally surprising because the first, like, hour and a half was Cassidy complaining, griping about everything before she left. Um, which was real fun. But yes, 13. 13 is the number. Uh, Christy. How would a wonderful person go about contacting us? They are, you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. I I appreciate you staying awake long enough to tell that to <laughs> all of us. Yeah, I also have no more thoughts. So, that is where we will leave things. I just hope so much that all the annoying people leave and we can actually have a decent rest of the season. That is what I want. Me too. This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.